0: We're going to talk to the uh, director of uh, player development for the Edmonton owners. Rick Carrier joins us. Rick, how are you? I'm
1: good. Jason, how are you
0: doing today? Doing well. Uh, Rick, uh, you guys have been down in Jasper. This, you know, this happens every year. Usually, it's in Edmonton, but uh, you move it to Jasper. The prospects camp, working on things. Uh, today, though, is a, is the, I guess the culmination of the camp, where there's the inter squad game. I, I know the result itself doesn't mean much, but when you guys have been working so much on drills. Per se. How do you expect that, or or what are you looking at scouting wise in the game tonight?
1: Well, you know, we haven't really put a real emphasis on evaluation so much as the education part for this week, and that's more about what it is. Uh, We haven't, and and in the past, as you know, when we worked out of Lennium, you know, we had two sheets of ice going with with uh, splitting guys up in positions and working with goalies and and full ice practices and power skating. We haven't done any of that this year. We've had only two real practices where we've worked on two or three fundamentals that we feel are really critical. And then a lot of it's just been about uh, talking about the order culture and how hard you have to compete. And we want guys that work hard and and want more all the time.
0: Rick, what are some of those things specific, the, the fundamentals that you've been working on?
1: Well, for our defensemen, we wanted to make them you know a little bit more efficient at defending two on ones. So we took a situation that happens once in a while in a game, and uh, you know we want to give the D a few uh, strategies to defend a two on one. And then the, the other main thing for the defensemen is just getting them to read the pressure on their partner and provide closer support. And that's what we wanted to do there. For the forwards, we did a lot of a lot of work on angling and uh, some puck management skills. So some neutral zone checking. Some forechecking and then some things that they can do in the offensive attack and the offensive zone with managing the puck uh, off the half wall, down low, things like that. Just one or two things each. And uh, the real focus this year, though, Jason, was the off-ice, the uh, strength and conditioning with Chad Drummond and Simon Bennett.
0: Okay, and you, you, the players—they—they they come from you know different leagues. Whether it's in the WHL, the OHL, the Quebec Major Junior League, some are coming from NC. Well, not many from NCAA now, uh some of the old guys maybe have graduated. But then you have a lot of Europeans. Rick, do you notice a distinct difference in how a lot of these guys to this point have used their off ice training?
1: Well, I, I think everybody really understands the importance of it. So even the uh, the junior guys when they finish their seasons. They all have, you know, pretty good people that they're working with with their team, but we throughout the year always provide constant uh, 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 programming for individualized uh, program for each player, as well as monitoring and following up with things. So uh, there's nothing really new that the players are, are going to bring in here uh, that, that that they're not familiar with. Uh, and then all the players that we just drafted are guys that we get up and running now on our system. And uh, get them programs and get them
0: going. Rick Carrier joins us, uh, senior director of player development for the Edmonton Owners. Uh, Rick, uh, specific some players you know that order fans are curious about. A guy like Darnell Nurse, obviously a number seven overall pick last year, mm-hmm. uh, didn't make uh, out of camp, which is fine for an eighteen-year-old. Yeah, you you look at his development, and you know I see guys like Alex Petriangelo who go back for two years. You know other guys who spend two or three years in the minors. Rick, when you look at a player like Darnell Nurse and you see his development, how how much different of a player is he today than he was last July at your development camp?
1: Well, he seems to like he's calmed down a lot. He's a lot more, you know, his maturity. He was always pretty mature, right? But he was always he wanted to get everything done right now, and uh, and, and and that showed a little bit on the ice as well. Now he's ha- has a much more patient uh, game that that he plays. He lets the uh, attack come to him. Uh, he's certainly strong defensively, but, you know, before he was, you know, he's always trying to, he's trying to take someone's head off all the time. And once in a while, he'll do that again here still, he has that edge to him, but you know, he's a lot more patient now. So, you know, I've seen him mature a little bit on the ice throughout the course of the year and then into this camp. He's uh, put on some, some weight, some quality weight. Uh, his strength is excellent. His skating has been very good. Um, so I've seen a lot of, we've seen a lot of progress with Darnell this year too.
0: He's gotten bigger and he's gotten stronger. You know, he's talked about obviously his goal is to be an NHL player. And I'm not sure if you can really evaluate any of that right now, Rick. But, you know, you see guys here like a Greg Chase, for instance, a seventh round pick who ended up scoring 85 points. And and now a lot of people, you know, he's going to the, uh, the to the world junior camp in the summer. Talk about maybe the progression of some of the later picks and how the expectation level, even though it shouldn't, it does differ from later round picks to top picks.
1: Well, it does, and I think those are the guys you know. You kind of expect those first couple of guys to really be uh, at the top, and but you know we see a lot of a lot of the guys that we draft later on, like you know, like Evan Campbell, Greg Chase you mentioned, John McCarron. This is his second year in the, in the camp. Uh, you know, Bogdan Yakimov, uh, uh, Jackson Hull, Kyle Platzer, All these guys you see you see a lot of improvement with, you know, and and then you see the guys that you expect like. Marco Law and uh, uh, Darnell Nurse, as you mentioned, uh, you know, are guys that you know they come in. and You expect that they're going to be better, but I like some of the progress that the other guys have made too. and And I think it's been really, although we we, we stress it's not an evaluation uh, format, uh, the guys do compete hard against each other, and and uh, it's uh, it's exciting to watch.
0: Rick, uh, Oilers fans don't know a lot about Yakimov. All I know is he's a big, skilled center. Uh, he's he's going to play in the, in the American Hockey League uh, most likely this year. Uh, mm-hmm. What elements of his game do you like the most, and what specifically, if any, have you guys worked on with him?
1: Well, he, he's again, uh, he has good skill. He's a big guy, can skate well. Uh, huge, like he's going to be a huge sentiment. Like he's built like a house right now, but. Uh, he's got. Uh, he understands now some of the things that we expect at puck management, like you know protecting the puck, using his size, uh, you know working down low as a power center, uh, you know separating guys off the puck, and then making plays with it when he gets it, and then going to the net with it. So those are some of the things that we worked with Bogdan on the last couple of days here, and he's really a sponge for information to it. He works hard, and you know what he's a great kid, like you know it, the more you talk to him he, he tries to be included in everything that you for the first time in his life uh he went golfing on Friday with us and and he shoots the same way he shoots in hockey, and he shoots just like in hockey, it's about a uh two thirds wind up and just a slap shot every time, so <laughs> he loves golf, he says, so you know he's having fun with it.
0: You know, that type of thing is uh, important. And, you know, for this camp, it's fun. You know, these guys are ultimately going to be competing for one another in the future for ice time and and, and a lot of it just, for, you know, for an opportunity, whether it's in the American League or in the NHL. Rick, how important is it to, to get some cohesiveness for guys who likely might not be teammates for another three or four years?
1: Well, I think it's huge, Jason. I think that's one of the big things that we want to take out of the camp too is that, that, that team-building uh, atmosphere where – where the guys come together, they're going to compete hard against each other. I mean, we always talk about the pressure from underneath that, you know, the, the guys that we just drafted this year are after the guys' jobs one day, the guys who drafted last year and the year before that. And eventually, hopefully, they're after some jobs in the end Waters in three or four years, you know. But uh, along the way, we want them to get to know each other as people and, uh, so that they may be good teammates to each other.
0: For the uh, the game tonight, uh, how do you guys break up the inner squad? Uh, Is it just a you know? Do you look at certain positions? Uh, Are there certain players you want to see play with one another?
1: Well, no. I think we try and divide up you know our our picks a little bit with some of our invites and just give everybody an opportunity to have uh, to showcase what they can do. It's really only time that we you know say it's not evaluation, but as long as you're they're keeping score and and we have some people in the stands with a notepad, I think they're always making an impression on somebody. So everybody wants to please here and they all want to work hard. So it's going to be, I think, an excellent game tonight. We just divided them up, uh, just trying to keep it all even with ages and – junior guys and college guys and, and all that, so it's pretty good that way.
0: Okay. Senior Director of Player Development for the owners, uh Rick Carrier, joins us. Rick, uh, you had a chance, I'm guessing, to talk to a lot of your players. Andrew Ference uh, had a unique experience for them to go through last night uh, sleeping out in the uh, wilderness. What was the reaction from most?
1: Well, you know, it got off to quite a bang. Uh, <laughs> they came and picked the boys up here at the uh, at bungalows where we're staying at, the cabins here, and uh, right away they started with some... Uh, those bear bombs and some flash bombs and stuff like that, and got their attention real quick. Got them all outfitted, and they got their sleeping bags and their uh, their food rations, and off they went. They ran out into the into the wilderness, and twenty nine went out, twenty nine came back. So that was my biggest concern.
0: Now, how come the uh, the senior director of player development wasn't out there?
1: Well, we had just in case something went wrong, <laughs> we had to make sure somebody was back here to hold the fort, I guess. <laughs>
0: Uh, it was yeah. interesting, I, I, you know. I, I was reading like a lot of the kids had mentioned some of them have never even tented before. Like it's amazing, kind of how sheltered maybe we've had some of these kids.
1: Well, the other thing too, that's exactly right, Jason. And the other thing too is where we're at here. And the the people in Jasper has been has been outstanding. Uh, everywhere we go, we're so well received with everything. And you know the the, the rink people, uh, the people that are feeding us, and the accommodations here at the Pine Bungalows, but. Mike Masuda is an old WHL referee too, so you know he's not afraid to come in and give the guys a few shots too. about with some officiating, but everybody's been so good around here. But the one thing that that is lacking, there's no TVs in the room, there's no phones, and there's limited cell phone service. Perfect. So it's perfect. Like there's no internet, and guys, you know, you you walk around in in the evening and you see a bunch of guys out on the balcony or out and sitting on the on the benches at the picnic tables. Kids getting to know each other. It's, it's excellent, refreshing.
0: Well, one last one for you, Rick. Um, the players now—they uh, leave uh, after tonight. Uh, they go home. I, I, I know that uh, they get the, their their own individualized, you know, off-season training program. How often uh, do you touch base with these guys? Is it every week? Is it every month? Uh, how, how does it work between now and training camp?
1: Well, between now and training camp, we'll get everybody we'll, we'll get everybody home, and then uh, we start working on uh, their individual development plans with them. So we'll get some scouting reports on them, put together a report, probably touch base with them on their training programs uh, every couple of weeks, and then follow up uh, as we get closer to camp, probably on a, on a weekly basis, and, and later on in August, try and get everybody once or twice before camp starts. Uh, but then after that, the season starts. You know, it's unfortunate we don't get the NCAA players in. So yeah. those guys, you know, we got to wait till we get out there to see them to sit down with them and get going. But during the the course of the season, we touch base every two weeks with every player. Rick, uh, great to talk to you. Enjoy the game tonight. Awesome. Thanks a lot, Jason. Appreciate the opportunity.